Hey y'all, it's Kadesha and Monique, and we come from Queens. Okay, so can I just say something? Yeah. I want to say that there's an item I have, and it's missing. I don't remember where I placed it, and it is messing <laughs> with my emotions. It's very, it's just, it's unsettling. I feel this like sounds like a metaphor. No, okay, but it's this is real life. This is really, oh, I, okay. I haven't seen it in a long time and of course I need it and I'm just tearing up my room looking for it I hope I find it because this is driving me nuts this I'm sorry friend wow I wonder if that plane is coming through on the speakers oh I hear it oh, you heard it yeah okay well, we live in the same neighborhood so oh wait you hear it on your end or you hear it on my yeah no I hear it outside oh, okay <laughs> yeah well, okay, guys, well. I don't know if you heard that, but um, <laughs> anyways. There's a plane over here. So, yeah. And the second thing yeah. I want to say, though, is it's been such a long time. Yeah. It feels like forever. But we're back. We're back. Um, oh, oh, well, okay, back. I'm adding a third thing. If you, if you by any chance, follow me on social media, you would know that I was in California for like two weeks. Woo. And it wasn't a vacation, but it was still an awesome little break from New York. And it was it was really good. And I was in Mississippi for four days, and I couldn't wait to come back home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But you ain't bringing back no mac and cheese. Oh. I was trying to eat healthy. I, you know? But you could have just brought it. Nah, because I would have wanted to taste it. <sighs> well, um, Sorry. your turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to taste something also, of mm-hmm. course. <clears throat> so over the weekend, I was fortunate enough to attend a um, basketball game which uh, the players were from HBCUs, Historically Black Colleges, Universities. Um, so it was two games at the Barclays Center. <clears throat> the first game was by, was played by um, Virginia State University against Virginia Union. And their mascots were just killing during halftime. Um, and the second game was by was Howard against... Um, North Carolina Central, I believe, was the school. But um, I, it just kind of, like, restored my faith in the black community. And I just, like, fell in love and felt like I was missing Restored out. your faith in the black whole... community? <laughs> what the Yeah. <laughs> it, like, I feel like I missed out on a whole lot as far as my college experience because I went to a PWI. If you don't want to P- know what a PWI is, you need to look it up because I had yeah, to do that. Yeah, I went that. to one as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I just feel like I missed out on a lot. The brothers. the brothers, the culture, the dancing, what I don't do. Unless it's the wobble. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of feel like I missed out. But it was awesome. I was happy to be in the mix. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, okay. topic time. So today's topic, as titled by Miss Kadesha herself, is happy to be nappy. And, um, you know, Kadesha, why do you feel that there is a need for this podcast? Um, I think there's a need for the podcast because currently natural hair is so very and popular and I mean that in the huh? and popular and popular and I mean that in the literal and the figurative oh yes um there's so much conversation around natural hair there's so much 
attention in the media around natural hair. There are so many products for natural hair. I just think that natural hair is is in its prime right now. Nice. And I thought I thought that it was a fad at one point, but it seems like it's here to stay. And with that, since you touched on it being a fad, like I want to talk about how I ended up becoming natural, right? So this was like I was thinking the last year of high school. Um, I wore a weave like the first half of the year, and I took it out. And I remember everybody thinking I cut my hair. <laughs> I remember that weave. It was yeah, but would you believe it? Like if I were to straighten my hair, it's as long as the weave. Oh, like, right? Like I used to. That's yeah. When if I if and when I do flat iron my hair, you will see that it's as long as the weave I used to wear in high school. More power to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, with that, um, throughout the course of like high school, I was, you know, keeping up with my relaxers and stuff. But I noticed my hair just kept getting shorter and shorter because they're always like, you need to trim your hair. You need to trim. People were butchering mm-hmm. my trims. Mm-hmm. Like they were mm-hmm. legit cutting my hair um, and saying my ends were unhealthy. And like by, by seeing you, I was like rocking a bob, basically. Girl. And with my side bangs. But... <laughs> I felt like, okay, I was starting college, and I was working, like, my little part-time job, and I just, ex- relaxes was expensive, and weaves were expensive, and it was just, like, you you buy your weave, and I wasn't buying, like, expensive, luxurious weave, but still, it adds up when you have to buy a couple packs of it, mm-hmm. and you have to pay to get it done, and right. the salon that I went to, like, they charged $20 per, like, actual like tracks whatever so I don't even know how to really explain it but like you know tracks have levels like you know the full head someone's gonna have a couple a couple rows of tracks so $20 per like maybe I would have four like that's you, that's just too much money to be spending in here and just a sure weave is. aside to do washing sets and wash and blow dry or washing and you gotta maintain that mm-hmm. yeah and I was just like I don't even wanna have to spend all this money on hair like I want to keep my coins for myself so I just went to texturize my hair for like a two or three years oh yeah you had the jerry curls going we do not need that. to talk about that Kadesha okay and then I had I remember my friend Jessica she's listening she was telling me like you know you shouldn't do this you shouldn't whatever so I, I just was <clears throat> starting to, to stretch out how often I was getting texturizers and it ended up turning into like three years now I haven't had a texturizer um which is pretty cool but like I didn't set out on I want to be like India Ari or Erica Badu or, or Jill Scott <laughs> and get natural hair it was just like I want to save money and that was it and All wait right. and also I want to talk about like how guilty I felt um leaving my my hair salon um because they used to hook me up with my weaves and my my hair color when I had red hair but I would never walk like past the salon like ever because I just felt guilty because I wasn't going back like they knew when I told them I was going natural they knew I wasn't coming back and it just it was rough and I'm pretty sure they saw me because like my doctor's office is kind of around there and I would just I would just do so much to not have to walk in front of that place I wouldn't even look in like I'd wear a hood it was it was weird really really yeah because I just felt bad because I wasn't about to stop in there like what if I go in there and they're like oh hey like no I, I'm figuring this out. <laughs> um, so how, how did you become natural, Kadesha? Okay, so it took me several attempts. I 
decided that I wanted to go natural when I was in high school. Um, I think, yeah, right before I turned 16, I was like, I'm going natural. I, <clears throat> my hair is not doing what I want it to do. It's thinning. It's constantly being cut, much like you, quote unquote, trimmed. Right. Um, and it's just not what I want it to be. My hair used to be long and full, and I want to go back to the long, the length, to having length and fullness. So um, that was my initial reason for going, for trying to go natural. Uh, but once it came to dealing with two different textures, I had straight ends and puffy roots. I was like, nah, let me slap that creamy crack back in because nobody has time. <laughs> so um, I did that two, either two or three times before finally making the decision to really go natural. And I think that <clears throat> what sealed the deal for me was going to college and taking my Africana studies courses because it just, it, um, those classes just gave me more of a sense of self and it just helped me to understand who I was and my identity. So, uh, and then uh, around the time I cut my hair was the time that I read the book that I'm always referencing, Napoli Ever After. Always referencing. So, yeah, to, um, January of 2011, I said, that's it. I'm done with the perm. Let's chop it off. And I did it and haven't thought about going back ever since. So, I guess I want to also talk about how did we end up relaxing our hair in the first place? Mm. Like, you know, because we weren't born with relaxed hair. Right. Um, let me try and remember. I got a relaxer because my mom could not do my hair actually. Like shout out for my mom flipping hair for trying when she tried. For real though. But I always had like these chunky stuff going on in my hair, (laughs) and my mom would try to press my hair, and it would just frizz up and puff up. And I was just like, Mom, like please can I get a perm? Can I get a relaxer? And two, my mom had relaxer, and her hair just looked awesome. Her hair, she had all this like body, and it was just like it was it was nice. Um. So I got, like, my relaxer, like, in sixth grade. Okay. And that's when I met you, and I fell in love with your relaxed hair. <laughs> because I sat behind you in homeroom, um, and I remember just thinking, like, this girl's hair is so beautiful. Like, it's, it's so just long and that. full. <laughs> and and it's so funny because, like, how many years later I'm still thinking your hair is beautiful? I just don't want it. I don't want no parts. Like, <laughs> back then you were my inspiration, and I was just like, I need a perm so my hair can look just like that. Now I'm like... Nah, I don't want to grow my hair that long because if it gets that long, I'm cutting it. Um, but so, yeah, so I remember you <laughs> being my inspiration to get my perm at 13. And my mom broke down after me trying and trying and having other people trying to convince her to allow me to get a perm. And, um, yeah, that's that's how I that's my story of getting a perm. And I fell in love with my perm. You couldn't tell me nothing. Right? Flipped my hair. Mm-hmm, it was flowing. My hair was flowing down my back. Yes, hair. And then the trims came. And the 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 trims, quote quote, cutting came. Mm-hmm. Um, so also like we were kind of young <clears throat> when we were having our thoughts about our hair, right? Well, also right. we're girls, and girls and hair is always intertwined in identity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to talk about one particular little girl mm-hmm. by the name of Blue Ivy. Hello. And now her hair is always under like attack from people. Yeah. All the yep. time. Center of conversation for what? I mean, we know for what. Okay, so let's let's just talk about the for what then. Blue Ivy is a is a black girl, right? With her parents black are parents. Okay. And her hair is natural. It's it's naturally growing out of her scalp. 
her mom's not doing anything with it because she's comfortable with the way that it's growing out of her scalp. And I think that's perfectly fine. Why? Because number one, it's none of my business, like what Beyonce does with her daughter's Mm -hmm. hair. Number two, Beyonce and Jay-Z have so much flipping money. So everybody who's worried about what they're doing with their kids' hair, they need to worry about stacking their money. (laughs) Because that's what Beyonce and Jay-Z are doing. And, like, what really sucks is, you know, I guess Blue, there's, okay. I'm like, where am I going? I think of Blue Ivy, but then I also think of Willow Smith right now. And how much people who are not her parents or even her family members seem to have a lot to say about Willow Smith's Mm -hmm. hair and also Blue Ivy's hair. And it's just like, why can't we let these black girls and this black baby just be like let them just be blue ivy's a baby like she is her hair doesn't need to be in the ponytail all the time one that's not good for her edges two it just doesn't need to be (laughs) it's nice of course when we see our little black babies with these cute little black hairstyles or whatever but it doesn't need to be braided up all the time once again because that's not good for our edges she's a baby they need to grow and be strong and prosper sometimes sometimes the braids help the hair to grow though I'm just saying for my little girls that the braids help. Yeah, but if you if you're braiding too tight, you can recede their hairline before it actually right. strengthens. Yeah, okay, there's there's little girls out there unfortunately and um that that don't have edges and it's not their fault. Dark. But but yeah, so what I thought was really beautiful was of course the glorious Solange's wedding. When Solange and Alan are there, and Solange is looking down at Blue Ivy, and Blue Ivy's looking back up at Solange, and it just looks like a mirrored reflection. Like, Blue sees herself in her auntie Solange. And I was so happy that Beyonce, like, blow-dried her hair, and it was bigger than it usually is, and it's just, bam, here's this cute little black baby with her hair just all in your face. Deal with it, everybody. She looked angelic. Like, come on. Come on. Um... So, with that being said, as why Blue Ivy gets more scrutiny with her hair compared to, let's say, Northwest. And I think that is all about this hair typing system within the natural hair community. Good, good, good hair. Okay, I'm sorry. Wait, can we can we just go yeah, back sure. somewhere just really quickly? So, I'm just thinking about, just um, since you mentioned um, Northwest and Blue Ivy and... Obviously, <clears throat> the comparison there is that Northwest has "quote unquote" good hair. Right? Yeah, that would be she the has argument. good hair. So, and people expected Blue I'm Ivy to have good to... hair because Beyonce's her mama. Like, if Jay Z right. isn't black, right. like they're both black. They're both black. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So I'm just thinking back to like when good hair. Like I internalized mm-hmm. the term good hair, and it's just interesting because I know that I couldn't have been any older than five. And I recall my mom combing my hair, and, like, it was a struggle for me. Like, I remember being in so much pain, and I remember thinking out loud, I wish I was white. I said it loud and proud, and my mom was, like, very upset. She told me never to say that again, and then she asked me why did I think I was white, and I told her that because my girls have straight hair. They don't have the struggle that I have. They can get a comb through without a problem. They don't have to worry about sitting through all this torture. And I mean, I just think it's crazy to think that I felt this way about my hair at such a young age. I know. And they are like babies. Like, come on. They don't even have their big kid teeth yet. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And the pressure's on. Yeah. Yep. And, 
Okay, so the hair typing within the natural community, right? There's four hair types. There's one, two, three, four. One means like white people, straight hair. Four means like the deepest of the dark people, really tight, kinky, coiled hair. Um, in between, it's kind of like everybody else, right? Um, two is like more waves kind of hair. Three is, let's say, like Puerto Rican, Dominican curls type of thing like that. Like mine? Huh? Like mine? Yes. Okay. Um, and then four is more curlier to kinky hair textures, right? So within those four numbers, there's about three letters per number, which just goes from A being looser within that number and <clears throat> C being the tighter ones. Okay. Right, I know. Why is all this going on in the natural hair community, right? Yeah, man. However, I appreciate hair typing or this system in terms of finding products and really... Who for... came up with the system? Well, I, I, listen, I only keep up with my part of the system. Okay, gotcha. I don't need to look for hairstyles for people who don't have my hair texture because, hey. I'm not one, I'm not doing their hair. And... Two, sure. yeah, this is about me. This is a narcissistic thing. So I like the hair typing system because I know I'm a 4A hair texture. So that means okay. I have kinky or thick hair or whatever, but it's like curly in its kinkiness, yeah. right? we see those curls <laughs> So I go to YouTube and I go to Instagram and I type in hairstyles or whatever, whatever for 4A hair. And I see girls who have hair like mine doing stuff and... I kid you not, I do the styles, and the most part, they work out for me. However, the second I deviate and go to maybe someone who has a 3C or 3B hairstyle, those are curly or ringlets type hair, or I go to someone who has 4C hair who maybe has a thicker, coarser hair texture, those styles are not going to work for me because it's just not the same hair texture. Whatever they do, their drawing time, all sorts of things like that, their manipulation, <laughs> it doesn't work. So that's yeah. why. Like your twist outs and my twist outs. I mean, when my hair was longer, never. Oh no, never I would never forget the one time you definitely tried to do a, a flat <laughs> twist on my hair, and it was just like, Meh. yeah, because it was based on how I did yeah. my own. And my twist outs used to be. Your twist outs are always on point, and my my twist outs just have to do other things to be on point. <laughs> they just do. So that's how I like really appreciate the the hair typing thing. But where it gets crazy is like the glorification of the ringlet type of hairstyles mm -hmm. and just like damning people who have the kinkier, coarser hair texture. Kinky, right. Right. Whose yeah. curls aren't. And as it creates like this sort of like defined. caste system within the natural hair community. Yeah. And that just. And I mean, that, that defeats the completely purpose, defeats the it? purpose because how are we saying that we're all about loving our natural hair or whatever, but we're, then we're saying, no, 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 not natural hair like yours, natural hair like mine. Right, right. And then also, like, and then also to branch off of that is the fact that we're always, a lot of us are always manipulating our hair to get right. the curls. Because I know that when I first um, went natural, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have curls. And I was like stressed about the conditioner and, and gel to make my curls pop. But like now, I could walk outside and just like comb my hair <laughs> and that's it. Because I don't, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I do care. But it's not, it's not, the curls aren't the biggest thing for me. Healthy hair is the Likewise, I still get pressured about maintaining curls, um, which is annoying. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you I don't think to. I should have to either. I think I think you should just walk outside with your hair just as is. I mean, you probably yeah. Have I was to, about to say no, the actually the amount of hair in my head I can't actually just always 
Yeah, no. Can't, can't I lied. Go, I was just kidding. Go out there. I just remembered. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So that's just like a thing in the natural hair community. I say try not to take mm-hmm. it too personal or whatever. Like actually, everyone's hair is beautiful, and I personally really appreciate that four C hair texture where they their hair is just like shrunken, powerful, compact, like afro. And then they do yeah, the stretch, like and it's like, oh my gosh, there's all this hair. Right. That's Bam. just, it's so, mm-hmm. like, I can't really get my hair to afro. Like, it, it has to do a lot of manipulation, in a sense, to get it to. But then I wouldn't want to detangle that later. Um, so yeah. I really appreciate that, because my hair can't do that. Can't do it that way. I I have to just say that I appreciate the natural and all its textures and shapes and all that stuff. And it's taking me some time, but I just love natural hair, bottom line. Yes. It's beautiful. And and the different colors people put in it yeah. and just like everything. And then just understand that purple hair the you can admire people's hair for what it is and not mm-hmm. feel like you need it on your head. And that's, yeah, that's it. That's it. Like I admire yours, but I would never want it. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't that's say it. I would never want your hair. I'm just really scared to cut my hair as slow as your hair. Yeah, but we can appreciate. Oh, of course, each other. I'm all for you cutting off your hair again and again and again. <laughs> Me too. I don't know what I would do. I mean, it's just okay. So this is not that podcast where we're just appreciating each other. <laughs> Kanisha, I do think you have some natural hair term terminologies for us. Some some words. <laughs> yeah. So here we go with the natural hair lingo, and I think this is so appropriate because <sighs> there's so much natural hair lingo, and people don't know. So, um, BC is one, which stands for the big chop, which I've done. We've talked about how I've done several times. BSL, which is bra strap length, something I've never been able to achieve because I don't let my hair grow, but Monique would know all about that. <laughs> um, the TWA, which is short for the teeny weeny afro. Protective styling, which is common amongst most natural females because we're concerned about um, some people are concerned about length retention, right. moisture retention, and these are just all styles that we do to maintain our length and our moisture. And um, I am all for protective styling in the fall. Some people protective style all year Me. round, but it's really up to you and however you think it's best to preserve just your hair. Just want to say, I love protective styling because I'm not always trying to do my hair. No, I hear you. Not. I hear you. Yeah, so I got about like five to six lace fronts or half wigs and stuff going on. <laughs> I love my twist and all sorts yeah. of kind of protective styling because, you know. I love my twist. <clears throat> um, also, with protective, protective styling, something I've learned is so important to continue to slap them oils in while it's protected. Oh, I mean, that, yes, that would yes. The moisture, and it's okay but, yeah. to do, like, a little bit of water, like a light spritz, because also if okay. you're just slapping the oils on, like, it's just slapping the oils on. Mm, right, caking yeah. it in, mm-hmm. gotcha. Uh, I'm going to skip the next one because I didn't get the definition for it. So co-wash would be the next. Um, and that's essentially using conditioner in place of a shampoo. So shampoo can strip your hair, if, especially if you're using it frequently. Um, I know a lot of naturalists who only shampoo their hair once a month. And then they, when they, whenever they wash your hair in between, they use right. conditioner. And now, as we know, there, there are co-wash products out there. By natural hairlines, and I'm they're not, not about that, that. They're not needed. Yeah, but, they're not needed. But they're not, that not bad. about that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and then product junkie as another term to describe 
a friend of mine whose name I will not call out on the podcast, but girl, you know who you are you know if who you're you listening. Are, girl. <laughs> but a product junkie is someone who spends their money relentlessly on products um, to find out what works, to find out what's the best product for their hair. Um, also, just because there's a lot of there's a lot of products out there to try, so I guess I just feel like I need to get my hands on that. Um, I am not a product junkie, and I'm very proud to say that. And then the final term is naturalista, which I will define as any person who rocks their natural hair in all its fabulosity and just is out here doing it. Amen. Yeah. Like Solange, like Like Janelle Monet. Like Monique. Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you too. Thanks. Like Ariana. Hey, girl, I'm shouting you out. And... Both Jessica's that I know and, and Veronica. Both Jessica's, because Jessica W was not always rocking her natural. We see you. Okay, but like she is. I don't know if you've been no, on Instagram she... lately, but no, I see you. You saw it? it? Yes. No, no, I'm lying. What? I no. Okay, so go on Instagram and see because she posted some new stuff and her hair looks awesome. Yes, um, girl. But also, I want to give a shout out to like the natural fellas yeah. because I do love a dark season on a dude. But I love a TWA too. I like when y'all do your little twist out thingies oh, going on. You got like the oh, textured yeah, afros. Mm-hmm. I like locks. And too. I like the fades mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff like that. I love the locks too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's all I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and also shout out to the dudes who love our natural hair. Yes. And, and and being okay with the fact that you can't exactly like run your fingers through the hair, <laughs> okay? <laughs> because that's not good for nobody. Nah, but, you know our, our crown <laughs> defies gravity. Like that's pretty awesome. Monique, shut what? up! <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, please don't. Right, please don't untouch my hair. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I got some conditioner in it and, like, it's in the shower. Like, okay, maybe not. Right, right. I'm not going to continue that. (laughs) (laughs) I was with you and then I was like, Yeah, I was like, wait, um, wait. All right, so let's just move on. Okay, yeah. How about that? Okay, so the quote today was given to me by Monique. I had two quotes of my own and... Yeah, Monique kind of threw them out the window. I didn't throw them out the window. I just just had a suggestion. Yeah, this quote is awesome. So we're just going to go with this. And it's um, by Erica Badu. It says, I'd rather see a person with a natural mind and processed head than a processed mind and natural yes, head. Yes, amen. And there are my snaps. Badu. So, our music, the intro was provided by Astronomics. And you can find more of his music at soundcloud.com astronom- backslash astronomics or facebook.com backslash astronomics. And um, you can also connect with us on Twitter at We Come From Queens. The Queens is spelled QNS and Tumblr as well. <clears throat> also, if you don't have any of those, those accounts, it's fine because you can hit us up through email at WeComeFromQueens at gmail.com. This Queens is spelled correctly. We'd love to get also, your feedback. Also, before we get out of here, I want to say that it's about to be a new year. And we're looking into having maybe new intro music for our podcast so for like the next couple of months or something it'll be really cool to kind of rotate the intro music so if you or you have a a homeboy or homegirl or something that got music we would love to hear it out and possibly put it on the podcast yeah because i'm thinking of something along the lines of like moesha you know how it was like moat to the 
eight to the we're gonna do moat to the thick to the so whoever has wait are you trying to that, get yeah, in like just, the booth or something you trying to be in the studio little, you know you know you, you oh, know okay. I do <laughs> okay bye guys <laughs> toodles